Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're going to do an analysis to show you how easy it is to use numbers from the same data set to construct virtually any story you want. We're continually exposed to data in the news, and the news source will provide an in-depth analysis with lots of supporting data. Let's say you wanted to create a narrative on which country is experiencing the worst outbreak of COVID-19. For the purpose of today's show, we're going to rely on data that's available on worldometer.com. This website collects all kinds of global data, like population, global oil reserves, coal reserves, and even the number of bicycles manufactured each year. And yes, statistics related to the COVID-19 outbreak. Of course, the conclusions you draw from the data are only as good as the data collection that supports the numbers. But on today's show, we're also going to examine which measures provide meaningful insights and those which are completely useless. So back to our question. Which country has experienced the worst outbreak of COVID-19? If we go to the Worldometer website, you'll see that as of today, May the 4th, the United States has more reported cases than any other country. The data shows that approximately 3.5 million globally reported cases, approximately 1.2 million are in the United States. But we know that testing and reporting have not been uniform around the globe. There's a clear correlation between testing and reported cases. If you're not testing, then the reported numbers would be low. So let's take a deeper look at the testing numbers and see if that can give us a clue. The U.S. reports having performed more than 7.1 million COVID-19 tests, more than any other country. Russia is a close second with 4.1 million tests. So perhaps the numbers are pretty good. The U.S. maybe has the worst outbreak in the world. Let's take a closer look and see how testing compares against other countries. So far, the U.S. has performed 21,400 tests per million of population. That would place the U.S. in 42nd position out of all the countries in the world for extensive testing. So from that information, you might conclude that we don't really know how many cases there are, or in fact how hard a nation really has been hit simply by measuring the number of reported cases. The measures to restrict social interaction that have been implemented all over the world have been focused on slowing the progression of the disease to protect the healthcare system. Perhaps we should look at the number of serious and critical cases compared with the capacity of the healthcare system to handle the outbreak. The U.S., turns out, has more critical cases right now than any other country, with 16,100 cases. They have 55,000 intensive care beds. After the initial outbreak in New York City, it looks like the healthcare system can handle the current numbers. So maybe that's not the best metric either. Maybe we need to look at the number of serious cases and compare them with the ability of the healthcare system to handle the outbreak. Next on down the list is Brazil with 8,300 serious cases. They have far fewer critical care beds and have experienced significant outbreaks in areas with very poor healthcare infrastructure. Perhaps Brazil is the hardest hit country. Well, let's look at deaths. Which countries experienced the most deaths? Maybe that's a better measure. Let's perhaps look at the number of deaths due to COVID-19. Here too, the U.S. leads the world with the largest number of reported deaths, with 68,200 deaths. Clearly, the U.S. is the hardest hit country. But wait a minute, maybe that's not a meaningful measure. The U.S. has a large population and a huge landmass. Perhaps the number of deaths per million population would be a better measure. If you look at deaths per million, then San Marino leads the world with the most cases per million at 1,208 deaths per million. But of course, San Marino has a tiny population, 
So even their small cluster outbreak, which killed 41 people, could provide a skewed statistic. Let's see who's next. Next on the list is Belgium, with 7,844 deaths and a whopping 677 deaths per million of population. The U.S., which has more deaths, absolute numbers at 68,000 deaths, has 207 deaths per million, less than a third of Belgium. The next major countries after Belgium include Spain, Italy, the U.K., and France, having the most deaths per million population. So, the top five hardest-hit countries are Belgium, Spain, Italy, the U.K., and France. The U.S., despite having the most number of deaths, is 14th hardest hit on the list of countries based on deaths per million. So why am I sharing all this with you? It's simply to illustrate the point that you can use statistics to construct a story to match whatever narrative you want to promote. Yes, I know the Center for Disease Control just put out another entire data set with statistics which differ substantially from the numbers I just reported, and that only further illustrates the point. When I consume data, whether it's for the purpose of reporting on this podcast, I look at multiple sources. I look at multiple measurements and try and determine which measure is going to be the most meaningful. Some people think there are two sides of any coin. Well, in truth, as Robert Kiyosaki is fond of saying, there are actually three sides to a coin. And that third side is the edge of the coin. Objective analysis involves sitting on the edge of the coin and observing both sides of the coin before making a decision which side you want the coin to land on. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.